Yeah, to be Matt Ishbia. Yeah, you know what? I'm going to buy an NBA franchise. I'm going to pay $4 billion. That's what Adrian Wojnarowski is reporting, close to $4 billion. And immediately, as Stout just said last hour, the Izzo-Ishbia connection may not be an immediate thing. Could be after a couple of years or when this next recruiting class is gone to the NBA or done uh, with school. I want to get Graham Couch's thoughts on the Ishbia purchase and also signing day tomorrow. He's standing by on the Meyer guest line from Lansing. How you doing, Graham? I'm doing well, Bill. How you doing? Doing good. What was the first thing when you heard Ishbia was buying uh, the Suns? I had two things. One, I thought he would buy the Pistons, but it's a better business deal to spend that money on the Suns and the Pistons. Two, I thought, okay, what about the Izzo connection? Those two things. Yeah, I mean, my first thing was, are there any ramifications with the name, image, and likeness deal for Michigan State um, in terms of having a pro franchise, an NBA team? Can you still, mm. you know, pay players? And, and so that was my first thing. I reached out to MSU, and they're looking into it. I don't think it's going to be an issue because I think it'll still come from United Wholesale Mortgage. And you do see professional teams doing NIL deals with players. And now whether that could be an issue for basketball players specifically, that would be something they may have to look into, but, uh, but I don't think they're all that, uh, that concerned about it. The Izzo thing, you know, if this was 10 years ago, I, I just don't know that Izzo has that move in him, you know? So I don't know that if this was 10 years ago, I would think that might be the sort of thing that, you know, he was looking for because he's always said if he was to make an NBA move, it would be about trusting the ownership and, um, and I think that's what he thought he had for a little while in, in a place like Minnesota, perhaps, and the management there, why Flip Saunders was still alive. And um, But, yeah, so, I mean, my first thought was, you know, and I also thought I, I was expecting it at some point. I didn't know, you know, was he going to buy an NFL team? Would it be a, would it be a basketball? He was going to buy something. It was pretty clear he had interest in uh, buying a, a major sports team, and, and so this is it. Away from Izzo and Michigan State basketball, tomorrow's a big day for Mel Tucker and Michigan State football. This recruiting class uh, talked about a lot during uh, the spring and summer into the fall. Uh, Michigan State was on a roll uh, after last season, winning you know the Peach Bowl. They had you know beaten Michigan twice. Mel Tucker was uh, the talk of the town, and then they just bottomed out. Something nobody saw coming. So, how is this recruiting class looking tomorrow? for Mel Tucker in Michigan State football? Well, I mean, it's still just based on four stars alone up there with, you know, the best that D'Antonio ever pulled in. Um, and in, in terms of percentage of four stars in the class, it's not a big class right now. Um, I, you know, I think it's one of those years that, you know, in the old days, I might write a signing day column the day before, you know, and sort of write it leaning in the signing day because you kind of knew what was coming and what was there. I think tomorrow could be interesting. It could be wild. It could be uneventful. I have no idea what to expect. It's such a different landscape than it used to be. And I think there are, um, you know, name, image, and likeness has changed things on a number of fronts. One, you lose kids late when people come in with offers. Uh, But there are also kids out there who have felt that, you know, they weren't, they were led astray by a promise or aren't at a place they want to be. And so that, that's changed the dynamic significantly as well. Um, so I, you know, it, I, I think overall he's done a good job of not settling for uh, a class like you know for him to to earn the salary to be the coach that 
uh, he was brought in to be, he's got to recruit to a level that allows them to compete with Ohio State, with Michigan, with Penn State, and to do that, um, that that's in the you know that's in the recruiting game. You can't you can't just put together large recruiting classes that don't have talent. So no matter how long it takes him to put the class together, he's got till February. There's transfers and, and whatnot. Um, I think you know he's done a good job of not settling. That said, I think people are a little um, alarmed by how small the class is still, and um, and I'll be curious to see what he says about everything tomorrow. What's interesting too is I saw that uh, the backup Indiana QB Tuttle uh, committed to Michigan transfer portal today. Also a stud tight end who I liked, and Barner also committed to Michigan and. You mentioned name, image, and likeness, but also the transfer portal. You're getting some of these guys right now who want to get in before the first signing day and get a commitment from that new school like Tuttle and Barner did with Harbaugh in Michigan. Yeah, I mean, it, it's they're going to have to do something with the calendar because it doesn't this doesn't work, I don't think. I, I mean, I think the thing they're going to have to do even though I know a lot of kids wanted this early signing period too, is they're going to have to move the early signing period and get rid of it um, and just move it back a month, a month and a half. Because it, 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 there's too much uncertainty for too many people right now and, and too many people trying to figure out. There are a lot of high school kids trying to figure out where should I go, who are they bringing in. There are a lot of coaches who don't know on their own roster if somebody's coming back, do they need to bring somebody in. There, there's just too much happening in too short a period of time, and it's not healthy. It's not helpful, um, and I, I think they're going to have the, the the thing that changes it. If you get if you push their signing day back till mid February or back even to the you know early February period, and you allow this transfer period to happen, you allow coaches to be on campus right now instead of recruiting. You make this a dead period, so kids who are trying to make decisions about whether they're going somewhere. Are, are able to. I mean, you can make it a non-dead period for transfers, but kids, coaches have to be on campus. So, kids who are trying to figure out where they want to be, their head coach isn't off recruiting some kid somewhere else. You know, I I just think right now it's a mess and it, it's hard to figure out. And I understand people say, "Well, you got to adapt." I don't think it's. I don't. I don't. I just don't think it works. Well, you look at name, image, and likeness. You throw in transfer portal with an additional signing day, and the wild, wild west just got crazier. That's what it is right now. It really, where you had the one signing day, and I agree with you, uh, Graham, where go back to the one signing day, let the transfer portal would have to be over like today, right? So the transfer portal, or tomorrow would be the first signing day. You make that transfer portal cut off. The portal has to be set up for the next semester by mid-December. Then you get the downtime during the holidays where kids can decide. Coaches then come back and, January, make their final push, and you get the original thing, that uh, first Wednesday in February signing day. It's simple. Yeah, you know, I mean, and that's the thing is there there would be some, you know, early enrollees, you'd have some some issues there, and I understand that, but but that's fine. You don't have to sign to enroll. I mean, that you, you, you fix it there. I mean, they just got too much in this too small an area. And I and I don't think there's a way to go earlier with the the high school signing period. That's not smart because too many coaches are are moving and the players just have less information than um, you, you know you gotta. Um, I mean something has to be done, but I think the the only solution right now or the easiest solution, the one that makes the most sense, is just moving that you know getting rid of the early signing period. 
The transfer portal has really been the off-season stories for Mel Tucker since he's been in Michigan State, coming and going. Uh, how has the transfer portal looked and is looking in terms of coming and going for Tucker postseason this year? Yeah, well, and he's brought in some interesting kids. I don't really know, you know, the, the running back out of UConn. I'm, I'm curious about, you know, and the, you know, there's, so there's there's been some guys that you, you know, I mean, they lose a kid who flips a running back who flips to Ole Miss, and then you know they they right away get a, a, a kid who looked pretty good in the four games he played who's got three years of eligibility left um, out of UConn. You know, they brought in a number of a couple tight ends, which has been interesting, um, and so uh, you know they, they've. I'm after watching the transfer portal work and how it's played out the last few years. I am very much um, in the wait and see mode because obviously I've seen Kenneth Walker, <laughs> but I have all and I've seen the other players be fruitful. But I've also seen a lot of guys uh, who who haven't really uh, played to the school they were at or the, or the billing and and I've become much more somebody who is intrigued by players transferring up. Than transferring sideways uh, because I think kids tend to you know if you if if you want your opportunity to play major college football in the Big Ten I get that if you're a, you know and that makes sense that, you know if you're a defensive back in the SEC who's been passed over what makes you think you're going to be a good defensive back in the Big Ten you know I, th- those sort of guys I'm a little uh, less bullish on so but I think you know he's got a few kids who are interesting who are lower levels and. Um, I, but it's just it's just hard to know. You know, you can look at film of a guy and it looks good, but you know, rarely do you see. Um, you know, they don't usually take guys they don't think are going to be good. Graham Couch, uh, he's good at what he does. Opinion maker, Lansing State Journal. Follow him on Twitter. Also, co-host Couch and the Rube podcast. Just search for that wherever you download podcasts. Tomorrow is signing day one for Mel Tucker in Michigan State football. And as Graham said. It's a big day uh, for the future of Tucker and East Lansing and this team that they get a huge uh, recruiting class, not necessarily in terms of numbers, but just impact players. So we'll see how it plays out. Also, thanks for the thoughts on Ishbia buying the Suns and the future of Izzo. Graham, we'll talk soon. Enjoy the holidays. Look forward to it. You too, Bill. Take care. All right, Graham Couch checking in on the Meyer guest sign. And Meyer, proud to be longtime partners with Michigan State University Athletics.